Headlines this week on the autopsy of Roy Holiday being released. Tinky Winky, the actor, is dead. Is the character really dead? The actor's dead? Not quite sure. And Kim and Kanye named their baby. And, of course, the Internet goes nuts over the name. Those three stories, those three headlines were pretty good, but not quite good enough for the top ten for this week. So which stories are in the tops, as said by you? We'll find out in just a moment on the weekly wrap-up show for the week ending January 27, 2018. And welcome to the show. My name is Jay Cliffin Payne, your host for the show. This is the weekly wrap-up show that's brought to you by ThisIsTheConversation.com. This is the Conversation is a website. It's a social movement, if you will, where we try our best to have the best conversations with the best people in the world. That being you. And the conversations, of course, are all the headlines that go across the world, not just the ones that get stuck on the breaking news. We know here in the United States, uh, the news cycle is essentially focused on Trump, 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 Trump. And while Trump is a big deal, he's not the only deal. So we pick as many stories as we can, as many headlines from around the world that are interesting, that are important, that are getting outshined. And some are just really kind of crazy, to be honest. So we try to get them out there. We send them to you via social media. Our website is, of course, thisistheconversation.com. And then we have a Twitter feed at TH underscore conversation. And on Facebook, you can find us at This Is The Conversation. All you have to do to have your voice heard in our conversations is interact with these stories as they come down on social media. Just like them, love them, share them, comment on them, hate them, do whatever you want. Just interact with the stories as you see them in your feed coming through. And the more interactions we get, the higher they go into the countdown, which gives us a top 10 for every single week. Now, in the second segment of the show, we have an interview where we take those top 10 stories and feed them to a person and see what they think about them to get what they believe is the most important story out of the 10. And we get some info on them. This week, my good friend Kristen Knox, or KV as she's known, is going to be on with us. She is a uh, growing commodity here in Little Rock, Arkansas. She's uh, all over the place being entrepreneurial and just sort of thing. So I just want you to meet her. And, of course, we're doing our best to make sure that we do have an interview every single week from now into the new year. So she's helped me out with this one. I'm thankful that she's doing that coming up in a bit. This will be followed by, of course, the almost irrelevant story of the week, which is the lowest ranking story of the week. This one, we went all the way to 102 this week. And, of course, we'll wrap up the top 15 and get in as many stories in between as we can with the time allotted. So let's get into the show, into the business, and start off with the first story, which is actually the number 10 story for this week. Number 10, we start off with the New York Times. And, by the way, New York Times publishing stories gets two big chunks jumps in this week they made it into at the 10 and it'll come in again in just a moment so you see about that so far for the 10 story new york times compares trump to history's bad presidents and fears he may be worst now the new york times is doing a lot of stuff and getting on the nerves the ire if you will of our president donald j trump uh, this week they did a bunch of stuff on trump but they started off the week on a kind of conspicuous note by publishing a story on the worst presidents of our time now, we have the, the acknowledgement that history gives a chance to look back and see how bad these guys are. We, in this moment, didn't have to actually live through the times of some of these presidents. But the Times Review, Side and Sunday Review, came up with this article because they have to fill some pages and sell some books. And, well, 
they came up with a nice comprehensive list of bad presidents and said that Donald Trump may be the worst of them all, considering that he is the 45th one in the list. That's a pretty long list to go through, but it gets filled out. They threw out names like Andrew Johnson, James Buchanan, and one of my personal favorites, Miller Fillmore, who basically did very little for the actual country in, in its actual in the actual work they just sort of got got into office because politics works that way but didn't actually progress the nation in fact in some cases regress the nation which is what some people fear mr trump is doing right now now the number nine story this week is it's a jump in response from the eight story by 15 percent on the nose uh this is tom brady's questionable thumb uh for the patriots afc championship game uh, the hand injury that was out there now we know from the outset that um, this didn't quite happen earlier in the week last week Tom Brady had some issues at a practice where he injured his thumb and had to wear a bandage on it they went out there and played and of course Tom Brady did what he did he came back from behind and embarrassed the Jaguars in their attempt to try to be the Jaguars or try to at least beat the Patriots Tom Brady going for a record Super Bowl win, a record Super Bowl attendance, and just trying to prove to the world that he is the greatest of all time after almost not being, of course, drafted. We all know that famous story that he was an eighth-round draft pick sitting at home wondering to his dad if he was going to have to go sell insurance. He got drafted. He sat on the team behind Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. And Patriots history has been all Tom Brady ever since. Number nine story sticks with football, but goes to a literally different league. A jump in uh, response at 1.87%. Vince McMahon in the WWE is starring a new professional football league. Actually, that's not exactly true per the headline. The headline should be, or at least the truth is, Vince McMahon is starting a new professional football league. He's doing separate of the WWE, and it's technically the old one. He's bringing back the name XFL, which, the, of course, the X release did for nothing. They turned it into exciting and outrageous or whatever. But it, it was just basically because Xs were cool back then. They just called it the XFL, the X Football League. So Vince McMahon is bringing back the Football League. He spent $100 million of his own money, literally pulled out, sold $100 million worth of shares for the WWE that he gave back to whoever. Now he's going to kick off the Football League again, this time with no gimmicks and no craziness. It's not about the cheerleaders or the teams or having wrestlers run around or any gimmicks. Uh, and who knows, they might still have the million-dollar game, but we'll see how the pay scale goes. But it's not going to be about all the glam and flash and all that stuff. It's be about good football. One thing that will happen is players will have to stand for the National Anthem. That's one of the things we do know right now. We know there will be eight teams in the league, and it won't be a franchise model. It will be all teams owned by the XFL. So they'll be essentially placed out there based on the cities that they can find. They won't be owned independently by the groups. We'll see how that works out. We'll see if the XFL works out. But this means there will be extended football. And maybe extended good football if they can put it together. There will also be no crossover between NFL players. That's one thing I forgot as well. So no crossover between NFL players. There won't be any scrubs who are playing in the XFL trying to get some views to play in the big leagues. These will be exclusive players somehow kept down for the XFL. The number seven story this week uh, jumped in response of 3.67%. Uh, this is the second New York Times publishing story, and this is a story they published on a man named Patrick Griffin. Patrick Griffin is just a normal guy, if you will, but it's a fact about just a normal guy who's a drug addict who happened to overdose four times 
in a matter of six hours and the story of how that happened and more of a backstory of the family. This is a story that goes to sort of put a nice big exclamation point on the ex the opioid addiction issues we have here in the United States and how bad they are and how maybe they could be solved with the right amount of care and the right amount of treatment in some cases and how some cases uh, people are failed and just left to kind of live on by themselves. The fact that they literally was revived four times by paramedics or, or by family members in that span of six hours uh, in the story that they outlined is amazing. So look it up online. It's from last Sunday weekend as well. So check it out. Actually, it's middle of the week. So check that one out as well. A number six story gets a big bump, 20.35% in responses to the six from the seven. This brings up Eric Badu, who we know is still alive. Actually, we know that because she's actually touring right now. But she gave a nice long interview for a magazine, which when you do those things, sometimes you let people know what you really feel. And what does Eric Badu really feel? Well, she told Vulture magazine a whole bunch of things, talking about uh, how millennials listen to music, how getting through life by not being in the sunken place, you know, that whole thing that came through from uh, the movie Get Out, and about essentially seeing the good in all human beings. And that's the point that really ticked off the Internet this week. Uh, She threw out two big names that people aren't seeing as good human beings right now. Number one was Bill Cosby. She says she still utterly respects all the great things he's done for the nation, for black culture, for the world, even if he was doing all these not-so-great things in the background. Those two things are separate from each other. She also reminded us that Adolf Hitler was once a sweet, innocent young child. Of course, that was until he wasn't. But at some point in time, he was, well, he was a child. He was probably sweet and innocent, but then things happened but you have to kind of ignore, you know, the things that happened because you have to remember Adolf Hitler was once a child as well. So you can marinate on that as much as you want to. Let's go to the five story now. The five story gets a jump in response of 8.82%. Billy Preston signs with Bosnian professional team leaving KU without playing a game. This is going to be a trend as you're seeing with the Ball brothers, who, of course, one's not actually not even playing high school, skipping his high school stuff to go play professional ball and prepare for some NBA something. But Billy Preston was a freshman forward, signed a contract uh, for BC Igolas, uh, Bos- Bos- Bosnia. I keep messing that one up. Uh, last weekend, and that, of course, in the process of him going into the NCAA for his amateur status. He is officially a professional player getting paid money. Uh, The coach for Kansas University, Bill Self, said that he knew about three weeks ago that Preston was considering going overseas, uh, but the offer came right at a deadline. He had to make the decision. Now, what does that mean? This means a highly touted freshman, a highly touted player uh, in the nation who should be playing basketball right now, is not. He's never actually played a game for college, and he's going overseas to play pro ball to hopefully get his skills up and play with some men, if you will, and see if he can come back to the States and play in the league, our league, where the big money and the big folks play. Now, we'll see how this all works out, whether this trend will be a trend. Uh, a lot of players are, you know, the one-and-done thing may be going away for college, so the big way out is A, Going overseas and playing for an international team where you, a, lot of, a lot of younger players do play for international teams, um, professional teams at international ages. They can do that there. Or B, 
DeVar Ball has, of course, this concept idea for a big ballers league here in the States, which essentially would be the G League, uh, except no affiliation with the NBA. You can go straight into out of high school into this league and play ball professionally for some sort of pay. That, of course, hadn't panned out yet. And his plan with his kids playing Lithuania is not quite working as well as he thought either. We'll see how the whole shebang really will come down. We go now to the four story this week. Sierra gets dragged on Twitter after slamming single women and telling them to level up. This gets a jump in response of 36.49%. Here's what happened. Sierra uh, went on to Twitter and started talking to the women in general, saying that if you want to get married, you need to level up. If you want to stop living the life that you're living that ain't so great, You've got to fix yourself up, you know, do what you need to do to become a better woman so that you're marrying material. This, of course, set off issues with two things. Number one, saying that women needed to actually do much, much better to get a man, which a lot of women weren't all that cool with. And number two, interjecting her actual story, the fact that she did sort of level up and upgraded herself to find a quote unquote better lifestyle and a better man. You can say going from future to Russell, Russell Wilson is a upgrade, but, you know, some people would just be happy with the life they would have with their rapper boyfriend instead with the sort of, well, we'll let that go. That's sort of what Sierra got in trouble with. So Sierra was not well regarded by the ladies on the Twitter, especially the black ladies on the Twitter, telling them that they needed to upgrade their game if they wanted to finally get married. Number three story this week goes out to another football story. A North Carolina college football player killed. This gets a bump in response of 8.91%. Now, this one is a sad one because it's not a player killed because of some sort of football thing. He was shot at some function at another campus, uh, not even at his college. Let me get you the details. Um, according to the statement from Winston-Salem Police, officers responded to a call from Wake Forest University for assistance after a report of a gunshot on campus. Responding officers found 21-year-old Najee Ali Baker a walk-on at Winston-Salem State University. Baker was taken to the local hospital where he died from a gunshot wound. Baker sat out the 2017 season after transferring from Dean College at Franklin, Massachusetts. School of Athletics website said Baker was a 6-foot, 1-inch, 250-pound linebacker from Brooklyn, New York. It appears to be an isolated incident. It was basically he was at a party and someone got shot. And the thing who was about a party at the campus is where things got kind of weird. Nothing really grew from the story, no other corroborating incidents, and this was obviously just a player in from a North Carolina college, not from North Carolina, was shot at an off-campus thing. So smaller schools, and all those Wake Forest isn't exactly a smaller school uh, incident happening, and this is something that is tragic, so we feel and we pray for the family of the young man and all the families of all the people involved in whatever happened, no matter what side they're on. Number two story of the week goes back to the WWE exactly by going to Enzo Amore. This one gets a jump in response of 30.43%. And Enzo Amore uh, was released by the WWE this week amid sexual assault allegations. Now, he has been alleged to have assaulted some young lady within the last two years. The sports entertainment group decided it was such a big deal and not worth dealing with, if you will, that Enzo More no longer has a contract with their group. We'll see how it comes out legally. Uh, he was about to get, or actually was getting a pretty big push in the WWE as the Cruiserweight Champion, also getting a push in a more 
extended storyline way with a budding relationship with another wrestler. But that is right now not only on hold, but just stopped. We'll see whether he's cleared legally, whether he comes back into wrestling in any fashion, whether the the independent circuits or one of the other major-ish leagues or even back to the WWE at some time soon. The WWE takes back pretty much everybody except for Hulk Hogan. So we'll see how that works out. And the number one story this week, we go to Alaska, where an earthquake prompted a tsunami warning that threatened a wave, although no wave would actually report it. The final tally on this one, the jump from the two to the one, was a good 48.4%. It was also almost that much higher. It was about 50% higher worth of responses from that one to the two. By the way, from the 10 story, which was Donald Trump being compared to the bad presidents, it was 358%. And from the almost irrelevant story, we had 102 stories this week, 5,985% higher in response. Now, you would think this would get a pretty big response, especially since what we had last weekend with the response and the fake missile attack, or the not-missile attack wasn't a fake missile attack, it just wasn't in there, period, uh, that was supposedly going on in Hawaii turned out to be an operator error that caused serious issues for the operator and the state for about 40 minutes. This was a real earthquake in Alaska that woke people up and people woke to the earthquake warnings. They were told to take shelter and be prepared for it and also set off the tsunami warning because it was underground low enough to maybe trigger large waves. No large waves were actually triggered. This one took a good hour or so to kind of get cleared and then we did move on to other Trumpian things, as we do here in the States. And that is the top 10 stories for this week. And in order to make sure that you get your vote into what stories you think are the best or the better, I should say, some of these aren't really great stories, they're just very interesting stories, you just have to follow us on social media and like, love, share, reply, all sorts of stuff. Just interact with the stories as they come through in your feed, and we take the stats and use that for our numbers. On Twitter, look for us at TH underscore conversation. On Facebook, look for This Is The Conversation, all one word. Make sure that we are in your feed. And, of course, follow us on our main website, thisistheconversation.com, for all the stories as well. See what you got going on for that one. Coming up in a few moments, we'll talk to my good friend KV as she plays the brackets. And we'll see how a person who has a lot of goings on, she's a really big football fan. Both her kids are really big in football. We'll see if she picks a football story. But I think, I'm going to put this tease out here, I think she's going to jump on that Sierra story. But we'll see how it comes out in just a bit on the Conversations Weekly Wrap-Up Show for the week ending January the 27th, 2018. Now, my good friend Kristen knows a lot of pretty famous people, but I don't think she knows the people I'm putting on the list this week. They were talking about our wish list, or my wish list. We're trying to get some famous big heavy hitters on the brackets as we grow this show. Now, we might not quite be there yet, but if you are listening to this show and you know some of these famous people and you think they might be down to play the brackets... Send me an email at info at jclevenpain.net. That's info at jclevenpain.net. And let me know if they're down to play the game with us. Now, we're adding some names. So there are three names we added this week. We added J.K. Simmons because 
He's kind of cool. He's played J. Jonah Jameson. He's played uh, Commissioner Jim Gordon. And he played Schillinger back in HBO's Oz. And he's got a new thing out right now where he plays a doppelganger on himself, literally from another dimension. I'd like to talk about that and how a guy that got started off playing a Schillinger turns into a face that is so well-known doing so many great um, known characters, such as playing uh, Joe J. Jonah and uh, James Gordon. We also have Ice-T because he's cool. He also did a transition as well. Back in the day, way back in the day, I used to play his cassettes early in the morning, at yes, at 6 in the morning, and drive my dad crazy. Meanwhile, now in 2018, my mom and my grandmother love watching him on, on um, Law & Order SVU. How does that happen? Who knows? And T.J. Holmes, because he's from Arkansas, and everybody here says they know him. Everybody here says he's cool. And he has a pretty good story. If you followed his career and that where he's gone and things he's done, it'd be kind of cool to see if he t- tap into that and see if we can get a little bit of that from T.J. Plus, he's a homer. I'm just apparently the only person who doesn't actually know T.J. Holmes. If you know any of these people or any other people on the list, check the list out at thisistheconversation.com slash wishlist and email me at info at jclevenpain.net if you know these guys and can hook me up, and I do appreciate it. Kristen Knox, or as I call her, and many still call her KV, a friend of mine I met as I began my radio work here in Little Rock 15 years ago, and it's been amazing watching her grow and blossom and go on to do great things. A little jealous, to be honest. She is doing a lot of things in the business world, a lot of things in the motivational world, a lot of things in the educational world and mentoring. It's a whole big mess of stuff. She's always busy, always running around, and seemingly always doing 800 different jobs at one time. We'll get into that. So we had this interview, and she got to play the brackets, and I'm glad she helped me out with this. Now, bear with us for the interview. The audio quality is a little weird this week. We had some issues, technical issues uh, with some things. In fact, I had to repeat some questions, so we actually did some extra heavy editing for this week's interview, a little bit shorter because of that, so bear with us on that one. But Kristen is a very, very inspirational person, and hopefully you'll love her story, and maybe you'll reach out and look for her as uh, Opportunity Knox all over its social media website coming soon. So as we're doing now, the opening question for this Brackets Interviews is essentially about the job that she does, why we're reaching out to her. And so I asked that simple question, so what do you do? Oh, wow. I think the question might even be, what is it that I don't do and still want to do? <laughs> but uh, what I do currently, I am the owner of Opportunity Knox, PR Marketing and Media. And so what I do, um, because I've had so much in the radio industry, I host events, I do voiceovers for uh, lots of business owners, local brands, jingles, uh, write commercials. Things like that. That's what I do. And, of course, uh, club media campaigns. Now, we joke about you having a zillion different jobs. You're always doing something. And one weekend, you were, were supposed to do something, and then it turned out you were hanging out with my mom at some <laughs> teaching conference. So you get around pretty pretty well. And, of course, we, you are known locally for your love for your community, from where you came up with. You're always telling stories of how this little girl from, from down, in, down here in the streets of Little Rock is doing this big thing. How did you actually do that? Um, I, somebody gave me a sense. That's pretty much it. Somebody gave me a sense, allowed me to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. Somebody allowed me to take that loud mouth 
characteristic that I had and turn it into something good. And then I use that as a platform in order to teach other kids in local area kids on how to use their voice for expression. And so that's kind of how I became who I am today is because basically somebody gave me a chance and believed in it. And, of course, you're very big on family and families in general. You have your twins and your little one, your mini-me, and, of course, your husband. How long you guys have been married again? Oh, wow. We've been married for 11 years. How have you been able to make all that work out for you? Who says I make it work? <laughs> it seems like you make it work. Um, no, it's, uh, I do my best to balance everything and trust me, and it's taken a while to get that done. I do not have it mastered even as of yet. But basically, since I organize my time and say, okay, today is just going to be the family, and maybe in the late night hours, I'll stay up and do a little bit of work once they're taken care of. You do so many things, and I'm always seeing you popping up at events and doing speaking and, and openings and whatever. What would be your very quick top three favorite things that you're doing right now? Top three things. Um, I know in no particular order, I am a part of the Women in Networking Group of Central Arkansas. So that allows me to speak to other women, learn from other women, and also have a series uh, that's coming up. I will be in a speaker series called Mindset. So that is coming up as well, allowing me to talk to other entrepreneurs and just women as a whole. Still being able to be that person in the community to highlight local business owners and what's going on in the community and how you should always invest in your own community. And then I would say the third thing would be working with children and mentoring. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the brackets because, like we said, you're very, very busy. you got clients in the waiting. So I'm going to get you through with this one. I know you said you were nervous. But I'm sure you'll do just fine because I know you've been you are in the media. You understand how it works. Let me give you a quick explanation and give a quick explanation to those who've not played this game or heard the game before. It's called the brackets. And what we did in the last segment, we had our top 10 stories of the week based on the responses from people around the world on our social media. I have rearranged the stories so they're not in one to 10 order. And you have no idea what we're going to talk about, right? No, I don't. All right, so I'm going to... That's gonna, why I'm nervous. Oh, no, be no nervous, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I teased some of the stories in the last segment that I think you might go for, so now we got to see whether you're going to go the direction I think you're going to go, whether I think I know you as well as I think I do. We'll see. So I'm going to offer them to you two at a time, bracket style. You'll eliminate one until we're down to the one story that will be your most important. You'll talk about that for a few minutes. And, of course, since there's five groupings in the first group, you get a chance to pass on a group in the first round. So are you ready to play? I am. That's right. The first two stories of the six and the ten story this week. The sixth story is Eric Badu talks in an interview about seeing the humanity at all, including Bill Cosby and Adolf Hitler. And the number ten story was New York Times compares Trump to history's bad presidents and fear he may be the worst. Which one of those stories would you like to move forward or you want to pass on one of those two? <laughs> Everyone talks about the president. Let's go ahead and uh, move with Erica Badu. Erica Badu, okay. So we're going to move that one ahead. Next grouping is going to be Sierra gets dragged on Twitter after shaming single women to quote-unquote level up. And the second story is the seven this week. New York Times published a story on Patrick Griffin as he overdoses four times in six hours. Would you like any of those two stories? You want to pass? <laughs> um... I'm going to stay with the women for right now, so let's go ahead and go with Sierra. All right, Sierra. Sierra is going next. The next grouping is our five and nine story. The five story is Billy Preston signs with Bosnian professional team, leaving KU without playing a game. And the nine, Tom Brady questionable for Patriots in AFC Championship game with hand injury. This is one that was at the beginning of the week when they thought his hand hurt. And, of course, 
we know what happened with that one. Which of those do you like? Or we're going to pass on those. Um, let's keep Tom Brady in there. Tom Brady's in this one. Going to the fourth grouping. Remember, you can skip one, this one and go to the next, or we go ahead with this one. That is going to be WWE's Vince McMahon looks to start professional football league again. And Alaska earthquake prompts to tsunami warning. No wave reported. That's the eight story, the nine, and the one story. I'm sorry. Which of those two would you like, or you want to go to the next two? Let's go to the next two. All right, we're passing those. So the next two is WWE releases Enzo More amid sexual assault allegations or North Carolina college football player killed in the number two and number three story. Which one of these? You got to pick one. Of course, you can, it could get eliminated, but you got to pick one of these two. Uh, let's talk about uh, the guy getting killed. Okay, that is the three story. All right, now we're going to match up next round, the six and the four, which is Eric Badu versus Sierra. Let's go with Sierra. Sierra. So we're going with Sierra's craziness over Eric Badu's craziness for this week. And the nine and the three, Tom Brady's questionable um, throwing hand versus a North Carolina college football player that was killed off campus. Tom Brady. Okay, so we're going between Sierra wanting women to level up and getting backlash for that, or Tom Brady saying his hand hurt, and, well, we know what happened with that one. Which one of those stories do you feel is your most important that we want to talk about? Uh, my most important. I'm a female, so let's go ahead. You guys have sports all the time. Let's stay with Sierra. You know what? I knew you were going to do that. So, uh, <laughs> not not that not that it was manipulated anyway. But I knew you're going to go. I knew that was one you're going to go with when I when it when it came came down to it. So, all right. So let me set up the scene for folks who don't know the story or didn't get the full story last time. Uh, over the week, sometime in the week, Sierra dropped a line on Twitter uh, talking about women who needed to uh, quote unquote level up because they were tired of the mess they were living in and they wanted to eventually be marriable. They needed to turn into marriable women. And the women didn't quite like Sierra putting her story out there and making her story like the template for the world. So, Miss KV, Kristen Knox, what do you feel about this story, this headline for this week? Okay, so let's really talk about this. So I saw that a lot of women just flat foot dragged her and wanted to know what makes her the expert on relationships as a whole and period. But you kind of got to think about it for a minute. Sierra has been the queen of I'm hot, I'm that sick, your man wants me, then she got the man she thought she wanted, and then you dragged her through the dirt. So she has overcome heartache, disappointment, just like any other woman. So why would she not be an expert on relationships? I'm just saying. So what she did is she saw uh, Pastor John Gray's sermon in the spirit of girlfriend. And so basically what she said was, yes, too many, too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of a girlfriend. And I think I go through this even with some of my friends, associates, and colleagues. You always say, oh, I wish I had this. I want to be a good I wish I had a good man. But what are you actually doing to attract that man? Are you making sure that you're giving him all the good up front? And when I say that, I mean things like um, already cooking for him, cleaning for him, making it so easy that he knows everything that you have to give and you're not leaving anything to the imagination. Or are you challenging his mindset to the point that he wants to know you even further and then, of course, then the rest of his life is with you? It is also in the way that you dress. It's also how you attract a man as well. And I was always told that you have to dress like you are prepared to even go home or to meet his mom or to the family. So I don't necessarily wear leggings all the time. And then I said, would you let your wife wear leggings? 
she wears leggings if she wants to, but that's not um, something that she's just doing. Right. Okay. All right. So basically, are you going out and throwing off all the goods and wearing tight clothing and not leaving anything to the imagination? Oh, uh, now, <laughs> uh, now I follow. Okay. Now, yeah, I, now I got you. Yeah, so you're, it's just like you're the company, you know, you attract the company that you keep. If you dress a certain way, you're going to attract a certain thing. And that may be why you do not have who you want or want what you want out of a man or out of any type of relationship. So I think that uh, social media kind of read a little too much into it. All she was saying is don't complain about it if you're not going to basically do it. Because we all know if you don't do it, there's someone else out there that will. So basically, ladies, hold yourself to a high standard. Keep some kind of standards in some sort of way when you're out there looking for that man and basically treat him like you would want to be treated. Okay, but the issue that the people had was maybe the messenger itself because she was, of course, passing on a message that she saw. You said it was a clip from a sermon that she was passing on. Was the issue the message or the messenger this week? I think this week it probably was the messenger. I don't think it was the message because truth hurts, and I think everybody knows to a little bit of a degree, you know, that there was truth in that particular sermon. Not saying everything, but there was some truth and some good points that you can listen to and take away from that and apply it to your own life. But I think it was the messenger in this sense because you have had bad relationships. You were with future, for God's sake. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and so not too long after it was announced that you were no longer with him, then boom, all of a sudden you're with Russell Wilson. Ladies around the world were like, well, wait a minute, you weren't in the best light either because you had a man and then you jumped to the next man. So were you really satisfied with yourself and what you had and what makes you able to tell me that I'm doing wrong and you've done wrong too? And everybody saw it all around the world. And I'm going to stop stepping on you because I learned to not do that, you know, so long ago on the radio. So I'm going to let you get out and take care of your stuff. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for us. Anything else you want to talk about? We want to we give people a chance to plug stuff. And I know you do mostly local stuff, but just, you know what? Why don't you plug your website and your services? Because maybe somebody might need a little help, some media training going along the lines that, that I can't help out. Maybe they can hook up with you. Okay, all right. Well, website is coming soon, but you can always follow me um, on social media at Opportunity Knox LLC. That is how you can locate me and find me. And you made a comment that, yes, we do things local, but I also have lots of good colleagues all around the world. And so I have to say it's coming up in Minnesota. I'm also in Michigan and a few other things. So if you're ever looking for anyone uh, for speaking, motivational speaking, or to host an event of your choice, Please again look me up. And again, that name is Opportunity Knox PR Marketing and Media. KV Knox, thank you so much for helping me out. And you did an awesome job. We're going to bring you back on in a couple months so we can see how well you um, get better at this and how well I've gotten better at this. Well, I appreciate you and thank you for uh, hopefully not getting me back after this. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good one. Special thanks this week to our Spotlight sponsor, that is Coffee for Less. Now, Coffee for Less was established back in 1975, so they didn't just stump on the internet bandwagon and say, hey, we can do this thing because we have websites and we have shipping and we can send people stuff that they can get down the street and hopefully make a little money off it. No, Coffee for Less has been taking care of businesses and personal people's coffee needs and tea needs and hot chocolate needs for 
over four years. That's a long time to be in the business of shipping things. And they've been shipping coffee to y'alls for quite some time. And I haven't even brought this one up in all the talk that we've been doing for Coffee for Less, doing stuff for us, and hopefully doing it for you. They also have snacks. Now, if you're in charge of the office snack drawer and you're the man to make sure that there are snacks in the break room for people to go and take care of whenever they need a snack so they're not off wandering around, going to stores, just wasting time outside of your building, Coffee for Less can help you out with that. They can give you the best in coffee in any form you want to. K-cup pods. You can get single-serve pods. You can get regular beans if you want to ground your coffee in the office for some odd reason. You can get teas. You can get hot chocolates. You can get all sorts of specialty drinks. And right now, you can also get snacks. They'll even take care of that water cooler so you have more people hanging out at the actual water cooler. Think about that for a second. Coffee for Less is the place to take care of all your brew needs for your office or maybe for your home. Check them out and go to our website link so you get a special discount. That's thisisaconversation.com slash coffee for less. Thisisaconversation.com slash coffee for less to get your coffee, your tea, and your snacks delivered straight to you for less. Special thanks to Kristen Knox, who I know as KB from back in the day, for stepping in and playing the brackets with us. This interview was a little shorter than it was planned to be because we had some technical issues with the audio for the phone and some issues with the host not knowing when to shut up and let the guest speak sometimes. So we did a little extra heavy editing to make things work out a little better. So hopefully it was very coherent. I really hope it is because it was a very deep, detailed look into uh, her thoughts on the issue with Sierra and her tweeting out the piece of the sermon saying level up, and then the ladies out there saying, well, why? you got to tell us to level up. So one thing I've learned from doing this thing for the about 10 months we've had this going on in the interview segment is that you never really know where someone's going to go with their ideas, even when you have an idea. As we said, I guesstimated that she would go with the Sierra story uh, because I know she's a very big and very big and convicting people to make sure that they have their life straight when they're looking for these things. So that's really up her alley. But what's really, really keen on this was the fact that she did take it in a level. When she went to the thing about the leggings, she threw me off for a second. So basically uh, she was saying, you know, if you're not dressing like a lady, don't expect to be treated so much like a lady. And that's where she was going. I got lost in the thoughts there, so that took a little while to pick up on. But thank you so much, Kristen, for being a part of the show, helping me get this thing going. It's been a long time and a lot of a lot of rescheduling because she's on the move constantly. So I'm glad she's able to make some time for me today and make time for you guys. And hopefully you enjoy her. And look for her on social media. Look for Opportunity Knox LLC because she's doing all sorts of things. And it's just a matter of, of minutes no, she's really a national brand. It's just going to happen. I just know it. In the meantime, we are running out of time for the show today, so the housekeeping stuff, and then on to wrapping up the Almost Irrelevant story and the Top 15, plus whatever is left in between in just a bit. If you want to be a part of the conversations, it's simple. You can find out what we're talking about and have your actual activity count towards votes by just following us on social media. TH underscore conversation is our Twitter feed. 
Also on Facebook, look for This is the Conversation, all one word. Make sure you set us up so that we are being in your feed. And look out for some Facebook Lives on Facebook uh, for This is the Conversation because we're going to do more of those so we're more engaged, so we're able to beat the algorithm, if you will, to make sure we're getting our love in your inbox there. Also stop by our website, thisistheconversation.com, for other great features, including ways to stop by and see all the great sponsors we have for this show play the rankings game and you yourself can of course play to figure out what story you think is the number one game and maybe win a ten dollar gift card from starbucks coffee on me for you just there and of course check out the wish list and see if you can help hook me up with some folks that i'm trying to get big fish on the show that's at this is conversation.com wish list for that one the rankings is at this is conversation.com rankings and just go to the main website and click on what you want to right there a bit wordy on that one now let's go ahead and get into the wrap-up phase of the show starting off with the almost irrelevant story of the week this is number one or 102 the 102nd story in the listing this week that's how many distinct stories we put out there and no super stories this week as well we had the story with the Patriots actually winning their football game but we didn't add it to the Tom Brady hand injury story that made it into the top 10 all by itself the almost relevant story for this week comes from Scotland where a developer there created a store robot a literal robot that rolls around a short humanoid looking thing that's supposed to help or is supposed to help people in stores, it was supposed to be friendly, help them find things. You know, it's like Alexa, you talk to it and it actually walks around and shows you things. Where a chain store in Scotland decided to take it up on it, Margiotas, Margiotas, uh, I ruined that. That's not even a bad English. Um, so a store chain decided to take up on a trial run of robots. They put them in the stores, and essentially the robots freaked everyone out, so they had to get rid of them. They got fired for saying weird things, asking for high fives, saying, hello, gorgeous. And people were freaking out, thinking, well, not really knowing what to think. So the robots were fired, even though they were hired to help keep customers happy. They obviously did not They did not pass in that job, so um, we'll see whether they'll just overthrow us in their steed. Now, topping out, rounding out the top 15, topping, rounding, however you want to say it, the top 15 stories, number 11 story starts off with Roy Holiday, and he had his autopsy uh, from his death months ago. We found out that he did have many drugs in his system, amphetamines and morphine to be exact, the biggest ones that caused the alarm. Remember, Roy Halladay, the uh, baseball player, died in a plane crash flying an experimental plane he owned, and now we know that he was probably, well, he was under some sort of influence of some sort of drugs. It probably was contributed to him losing control of the flight. The number 12 story this week goes to save the children in Jalalabad, Afghanistan, and the officers there attacked by members of the Islamic State, two members to be exact, so they took quick blame for that one. Two people killed, about 19 people injured in the attack. The actor who played Tinky Winky died this week. 52-year-old Simon Shelton Barnes passed away. He was the actor who was the man in the suit, if you will, for the Tinky Winky suit for the Teletubbies. So it's one of those things where it's not like Mr. Hooper dying on Sesame Street where an actual person died, so the character died. This is literally a man in a suit. Now, Teletubbies has not, of course, been produced, at least not live in many years. It's one of those things that, you know, because it's so weird and so weird, you just kind of replay it over and over again, like Barney. Barney, you can replay the same Barneys over and over again. They made it so generic that you can play the same ones 10 years out. This is the same case there. His daughter came out with a very sweet testimonial about 
how living with her father was such a great thing. So uh, many children, if they knew this, would mourn, but mostly adults who understand what the Teletubbies meant to their kids are mourning the loss of Simon Sheldon Barnes, the actor who played Tinky Winky. An Amber Alert went out for an 18-month-old. They actually found her. Um, this little Amber Alert was actually uh, taken off. Uh, this was after the father fatally shot uh, her mother. Police say they finally found the young daughter. All things are clear for the moment, although the situation not so great for a daughter who is losing her father to, I'm sure, some long prison time, and her mother killed by her father. The number 15 story this week is the uh, I'm, and I'm shocked it didn't make it so high. It stayed uh, it stayed in contention for a while and then it was pushed out by a couple of things, a lot of WWE stuff actually. But we know that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had their baby a few weeks ago, and the name was announced to the world, and the world got a chance to basically bug about the new West daughter, Chicago West. They named their baby girl Chicago West, and if you've got a problem with that, you can take it up with Kanye because that's that's what you do. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, being a part of everything we're doing. Uh, one more time, very quickly, if you want to be in the number, make sure you follow us on Twitter, TH underscore conversation, on Facebook, This Is Conversation, or follow our website, thisisconversation.com. Now, we're going to wrap up the last two minutes or so with what we have left in time of some of the other rants, some stories in between the one and the 102. Uh, this one comes from Tammy Duckworth, who is, of course, a senator now who announces she's pregnant. And because she's got plenty of time in, in the House or in the Senate, should say, she will be the first senator to give birth while in office, period. Also a big deal talking about the DACA issue. This is one that's not dealing with our folks from down south. This is a man from Poland, a man who fled Poland when he was three. His parents left Poland 40 years ago. He is a prominent doctor in, in Michigan, and he's about to be deported. We are literally out of time, so thank you so much for joining us for the show, and be here next week for more show from This Is A Conversation.com.